0: Hi, my name is Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole Life Lessons from 12 Step Recovery. This is episode 70 Top Apps to Keep You Happy, Joyous, and Free, Part 2. In case you didn't get a chance to listen to my previous episode, I'm doing this two-part series on apps that I use to help keep my life manageable now that it's no longer unmanageable as a result of the 12 Steps of Recovery. What I'm gonna do is go through each individual app, tell you what it is, how I use it, and then at the end, I'll do a recap to remind you of what each of the apps are. That way, if you wanted to write them down and you didn't get a chance, you can do that. But as a reminder, in the previous episode, the apps that I discussed were one, Google Calendar, two, Clock with Timer and Alarms, three, Contacts, four, Dropbox, Five, I lumped together my communication app. So that's Gmail, text messages, and WhatsApp, which is what I use for international phone calls. Six, Instagram. Seven, Microsoft SwiftKey keyboard app. That is quite the mouthful. And eight is Kindle. Today, I'm going to share about seven additional apps that help me stay happy, joyous, and free. The first one is actually to the photo gallery and camera app, but they to me are really like a package. And one of the ways I stay in contact regularly with people in recovery is by snapping photos of things or sayings. These could be bumper stickers, screenshots of memes, the photo of the reading of the day that I want to share with somebody that is motivational or inspirational or humorous, or at least it makes me think of them. One of the other things I do is save photos of inspirational and recovery sayings so that if somebody who is really having a hard time needs some words of inspiration, I might send them something that says, you're not alone. Or one of my favorite sayings that I've shared on this podcast several times is, you are flossom." That is, you're flawed in your awesomeness and awesome in your flawedness. Just because you're flawed doesn't mean you're not awesome. And also, just because you're awesome doesn't mean you're not flawed. So I think we all need that reminder sometimes. The second one is the Podcast Addict app. Podcasts are a huge part of my recovery. The one I use happens to be called Podcast Addict. It has nothing to do with recovery. It's just for people who really love podcasts. I also occasionally use Spotify and Google Play. But that's only under very specific circumstances. And podcasts are an incredibly important part of my recovery. For one of my programs, I listened to their podcasts daily for the first two and a half years I was in the program. I listened to them in the morning when I was getting ready, when I was doing chores, when I was getting ready for bed at night, when I would cook. And it really steeped me in the program. This was my second 12-step program, and it was only going to one meeting per week, because I went to so many meetings per many meetings per week in my main program, and this was a way for me to stay in contact. I still listen to those meetings sometimes, but not daily anymore, and I listen to lots of other podcasts. They're really helpful to me and important to me. And while I'm mentioning podcasts, I wanna give a plug for the podcast Back From Broken. It's produced by Colorado Public Radio and features journalist vic vela who's a recovering drug addict they just finished their first season there were 10 episodes and it's extremely well done most of the people are from recovery but some are back from broken in some other capacity The one that just wrenched my heart the most was the very last one of the season. It profiled Jake the Snake Roberts, the former pro wrestler, and his journey of recovery. If you follow me on Instagram, you will have seen the post I did after I listened to it and know that I busted out sobbing from listening to his podcast episode in a way that I haven't cried in a long time. And it was mainly about gratitude for what's possible in recovery for the love that is represented when people reach out to carry the message to other people and that recovery can bring people back from the depths of hell it doesn't matter how far down you've gone change healing and growth and recovery are possible and it just really struck me The next app is called Tasks. It's the app that I absolutely love because it allows me to set consistent reminders for myself. For example, I set a reminder for myself every day to pray at 145. This is to maintain my conscious contact with my higher power midday. I do that automatically at the beginning and the end of the day. But I use this app tasks rather than an alarm on my clock app because if I can't pray right in that moment the alarm only allows me to either shut it off or snooze it but this app um when I can't pray at the moment it allows me to just leave a check mark in the upper left hand corner and then when I get to that thing that I want to do that task I can then check it off so the reminder doesn't go away but it's not a bell that keeps ringing so it allows me to schedule something that repeats every single day and lets me know when the tasks time has arrived so i have a task for 145 seven days a week to remind me about praying i also use it for a couple other things i write for one hour a day monday through friday so i have a task Listed for 5 p.m. every day to write for one hour and I only check it off after it's done. And speaking of writing, I have been publishing articles on medium.com where I turn my podcast content into writing. And if that interests you, you can follow me on Medium or at least you can look me up there. And then the third thing I use the task for is that I'm in the middle of a 30-day meditation challenge. I have four friends that are all doing this 30-day meditation challenge and I have a task listed for 7 p.m. for all seven, you know, seven days a week for these 30 days scheduled and I usually do it in the morning but I have it at 10 p.m. because that way if I haven't done it by the end of the day, I'll make sure that I do it. And I check it off when it's completed. Now, this app has been incredibly helpful to me in making sure I follow through on things that are important to me, but that aren't necessarily an appointment on my calendar. If you have anything you do that's repeated that a simple alarm will not do for you, I highly recommend this particular app. I had another one that I used before. I think maybe it was called To Do, but It often didn't work properly and this one has worked like a charm since I've started using it the next app is Venmo this is a free app that I have connected to my bank account and it allows me to pay individual people without having to exchange cash it's now starting to be accepted by various vendors and one of the things that's come in really handy during quarantine with recovery is a couple of the meetings I attend we've decided We're no longer going to ask people to hold on to their seventh tradition contribution and bring it when we go back in person because we don't know when that's going to be. We've decided that we're going to use Venmo so that we can continue to contribute up the line to the intergroup, the region, and the World Service Organization. And And then in addition to using it for recovery, I take payments from clients from it. And it's extremely helpful when I'm doing something with someone else and we can split the check. We can use Venmo um, if we don't have the right cash. So the app is free if you allow them a couple of days to transfer the money to or from your bank account. The way that they make money is that you can pay a fee to transfer the money immediately and then they probably also do stuff with your money in between transfers, but I don't know anything about that. The next app, speaking of finance, is called YNAB, Y-N-A-B. It's an acronym for You Need a Budget. I started using this app a little over a year ago, and it has absolutely transformed my financial life. I heard about it from someone in a recovery meeting. She mentioned using a financial app that transformed her life. And she said it gave her a sense of ownership and control over her finances she'd never had before. So I went up to her after the meeting and I was like, what is this app? I downloaded it immediately. You can use it free for the first 34 days to try it out, which I think is brilliant because it allows someone to try it over two different months of their budget. So this company, YNAB, You Need a Budget, says... We're a financial education company who happens to keep the lights on by selling this app. So you could use their financial system without buying the app, but why would you? It's $84 a year, which breaks down to $7 a month. You do pay it once a year. And for $7 a month, I get peace of mind and control over my finances in a way I have never had in my life. Now I have no financial stake in this company, I just think they're a great company. They provide a very particular way of thinking about money using these four rules that they have. And they have a variety of ways of getting that financial education to you. So no matter how you best take in information, whether you like watching videos, listening to podcasts, reading blogs, or some combination. They provide educational information in every conceivable format, and it's really fun and user-friendly. They treat you like real people with real money issues, and they provide real budgets from real users so you can get ideas for how people whose circumstances are like yours have managed. And it's not like any budgeting thing I have ever done. Before YNAB, I used to have a budget Every year, I really only looked at it once, maybe twice, um, when I would go and meet with my financial advisor. And typically, I'd realize, oh, I spent too much money on dining out, but then I wouldn't do anything about it besides thinking, hey, I need to cut down on dining out. You know, maybe I would for a little while, but then I'd go right back to it. And there was nothing I was doing to continuously track my dining budget or any other item on my budget for that matter, at least not on a day-to-day basis. But the way that this app works is that they teach you their four rules, which I'm not gonna go into here. You decide where do I wanna spend my money and how much I wanna put in each category, but you don't actually allot the money into those categories until you have the money in hand. And the way that this app works is now, if I wanna go dine out, I look at my dining out category, it's in real time dollars. And I can see exactly how much money is in there. If there isn't enough money in there, I can either not go, I can go and spend only what's in there, or I have to make a conscious decision to pull that money away from some other line item before I spend it. And that was something I had never done before. To me, it was just money, just a big pool of money. And even though I tracked everything and either Microsoft Money for many years and later Quicken, and I balanced my checkbook every month, I just wasn't looking at my spending except well after the fact. So here's something cool that happened. Okay, it's not cool that it happened, it's the way I handled it. So the week before last, we had uh, Tropical Storm Isaiah's. I lost power for five days and I had to throw out a bunch of food because I've been shopping differently than I did before quarantine. And I was honestly kind of excited that I was able to use my emergency fund to pay for the food I replaced. I didn't use my grocery budget because this is what the emergency fund is for. And because I have this level of clarity about my finances because of YNAB, I got really excited like, ooh, I get to use my emergency fund. I also have way more money sitting in my bank account right now than I ever had in my entire life. I have vacation money in the bank. In fact, I have three different vacation funds in there and I have my emergency fund in there and I have my next month's mortgage payment in there, which is amazing to me and all that sort of thing. So I cannot say enough about the peace and serenity that I have financially. Now, even though I really changed up my financial life years ago, after I declared bankruptcy in 1999, when my student loan came due, student loans came due, I had racked up so much credit card debt before then that I simply couldn't handle that on top of the student loans. So I did transform my financial life. And by 2008, I bought a home because I'd cleaned up my finances so much, but I still never felt the level of clarity, ownership, and sense of peace and serenity I have now because of using YNAB this past year. So if you want to have a sense of control over your money, totally recommend it. The next app is YouTube. And if you're not familiar with it, you should be because it is fucking everywhere. It's the second highest used search engine next to Google. I use YouTube most often, either for listening to recovery recording, recordings or doing guided meditations. So you can find all kinds of old meeting recordings. For example, I listened to the entire Joe and Charlie AA series. If you don't know Joe and Charlie, you can just go into YouTube and search Joe and Charlie AA. They have this whole series of big book studies. They treat the big book as if it is a textbook. And they take you through a study of that. And there's tons of other recovery uh, meeting recordings, some of which haven't made it into the world of podcast, but often um, also things that used to be on CDs are now on YouTube. So I get a lot of my recovery from that. And I also find that guided visualizations work well for me. I like using multiple senses in my meditation and there are literally thousands to choose from on YouTube. I've saved a number of them in my own YouTube library under meditation folder. And then the last app I'm going to talk about is Zoom. I've been using it because of quarantine for all of my recovery meetings, and I'm guessing that most of you have too. I used it plenty of times before quarantine for business meetings, but now that we're not able to meet in person, at least my meetings aren't yet, Zoom has been an absolute lifesaver. And of course, it's nowhere near as great as being in person and meeting with people, But being online and seeing people's faces is infinitely better than just listening on the phone. So it's really helping me to maintain my serenity by helping me to stay in contact with my regular meetings. And what's really lovely is there are people who are from far away who are coming to our meetings on a regular basis that I never would have met had it not been for quarantine and this wonderful Zoom app. So in a second, I'll review the apps I talk about this week in case you didn't get a chance to write them down. But first, I want to make sure you're following me on Instagram. I'm at Higher Power Coaching. Be sure to let me know you listen to my podcast when you start following me there. All right, here we go. Here's the list of apps that I reviewed today. One, photo gallery and camera app. Two, podcast addict. Three, tasks four Venmo, five YNAB, which stands for you need a budget, six YouTube, seven Zoom. For the camera photo gallery and camera app, uh, well, for the camera and photo gallery app, I'm sure it's fine if you use the one built into your phone and maybe that's true for the podcast one too. But for Venmo, YNAB, YouTube and Zoom, I recommend these specific apps to help you keep your life manageable manageable and to keep you happy, joyous, and free. That's it for today. If you like what you've heard here, then you just might be interested in private coaching with me. If that sounds like you, head on over to my website, which is higherpowercoachingandconsulting.com and click on the contact menu. I'd be happy to schedule a consultation with you to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change, but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous, and free. So if that's you, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe so you can be sure to get future episodes of my podcast. Thanks again.